So I mentioned that VH1 once put out a list of 100 greatest songs of the 80s. Now, number one on that list. But what was number two? Number two is our backtracking song for today. It is... That's right, pour some sugar on me, Def Leppard. So in 1977, a group of friends got together and formed a band called Atomic Mass. (laughs) That was the original name. Uh, They started auditioning people, and a guy called Joe Elliott, who was only 18 at the time, uh, missed his bus and uh, decided, therefore, that he might as well go for this audition that his friend had told him about. And when he auditioned, they thought, you'd be perfect as our lead singer. So Joe Elliott became the lead singer of a band, which they then named Def Leppard and changed the spelling to D-E-F. So uh, this song was uh, inspired by Aerosmith. Well, the band have uh, admitted that it was in some ways inspired by the song Walk This Way. It has a flavor of guitar rock and a little bit of rap to it as well. And when it comes to the lyrics of Pour Some Sugar On Me, when they were brainstorming, what they did was uh, Joe Elliott, the lead singer, and Mutt Lang, who was the producer at the time, they basically were listening to the, the beat of the song and then they were delivering stream of consciousness words into a dictaphone at opposite ends of the studio. And then they swapped dictaphones and listened to the other person and tried to make out some lyrics. So that's how they found the phrase, love is like a bomb, which set the tone for the whole thing. Here it is, backtracking song of the day. Pour some sugar on me. This is 1FM. The song I'm looking forward to today is Sunny Came Home. So, Sean Colvin is the name of the singer. Her actual name is Shauna. <laughs> she just dropped the A off the back. So, Sean Colvin, as she is known. Uh, in the early part of her career, she was making a lot of folk music. She was even in off-Broadway shows. Uh, her first major thing, though, was she was actually brought in to do backing vocals for a fairly famous song. She did backing vocals for this. My name is Luca. Yeah, Suzanne Vega's Luca. This was back in 1987. But to be honest, things really took off for her around 1997. So her album was out, which was titled A Few Small Repairs, and the lead single was Sunny Came Home. It spent four weeks at number one on the adult contemporary chart, and it won the Grammy, right? So 1988 Grammys, it got Song of the Year and Record of the Year. So huge wins. It's a pretty dark song, though, lyrically speaking. It's about a woman who seeks revenge on someone who has spurned her. And what she does is she sets fire to her own home. So a very violent image there. It wasn't actually based on personal experience per se. In fact, it was inspired by a photo, well, a painting rather. So Sean Colvin chose a particular painting as her album cover. And just looking at the painting, she was inspired. The painting shows a woman holding a lit match and there is a burning building behind her. And she just imagined, what happened to this woman? Rewind it back. 
This is where we choose one particular track and focus on it, deep dive into the history of it. And uh, the song I'm doing today is the third greatest Britpop song. Well, according to this uh, poll done in 2015 by Rolling Stone magazine, they listed Don't Look Back in Anger by Oasis at number one, Common People by Pulp at number two. And what was number three? Right, the Verb, Bittersweet Symphony is the song we are looking at today. Well, I can remember watching the video over and over and over when I was growing up. A very iconic video, of course, if you remember. The lead singer Richard Ashcroft is dressed in that black leather jacket and he's just walking down a street singing, bumping into people, walks over a car at one point, right? In case you're ever in London and you would like to visit that location, it's actually a place called Hoxton. H-O-X-T-O-N, Hoxton Street, which is kind of in North London, which is where they filmed that one. Uh, The song had a lot of controversy because of the sample. So the song is actually based on a sample uh, from a Rolling Stones track. So the Rolling Stones song is called The Last Time. And back in 1965, there was like an orchestral version of it done by a group known as Andrew Oldham Orchestra. So the original sounds like this. So this was the inspiration of the sample. And the Verve created their own song based on it. And they thought they had the correct permission when they went ahead and released it. However, what happened next was the former Rolling Stones manager, Alan Klein, said no. He refused to let them have the sample. And there was a lawsuit about it. And basically, uh, the Verve then lost all royalties, which is estimated at over $5 million, actually. However, in 2019, this guy, Alan Klein, actually passed away. And finally, his son uh, relinquished the rights back to the Verve and the songwriter Richard Ashcroft. So I suppose for them, uh, justice was done, they feel, in the end. So that is our song for today's Backtracking. If you're walking down the street right now and you're listening to us on headphones, this is going to be perfect. <laughs> Here it is. The Verve's Bittersweet Symphony. This is Shan with you, 1FM 91.3.